Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. We hope you enjoy it. Akuo Church. Once again, we are back for this series called Listen Up. So we started in last series going through heaven and holiness where we tackled the idea of what it looks like to do things that will send you to heaven and the things that will lead you to holiness. So for this series, what we are doing is we're talking about listening up, which is going to be one of the best things that we can do that will lead us into what real holiness is, which is listening to what Jesus has to say to us. It's that one thing that we can all do to get us closer to Jesus. And we're going to continue to take a look at how Jesus' words can actually change our lives. So I want to kick this off by talking about a situation that isn't necessarily life-changing, but it could be potentially budget-changing. So I was thinking uh, about missing out on the mall the other day, right? Like, man, I hadn't been to the mall in, in so long, and, and really just thinking about how I don't miss the mall very much at all. And, and especially at this time of year, right? Like with the crowds and the desperation in the air to like buy something, it's just, that's just not my jam. But the worst part is as you're walking through the mall is those kiosks in the middle of the walkways. And sorry if anybody works there, but uh, for some of you, this isn't like a big deal, right? Because when those people like walk out to you to ask you to buy something and give their spiel, you just ignore them and keep on walking. But with me, I, I just, can't do that. I will stand there and hear their whole sales pitch because I feel like the worst person ever if I don't hear them out. And I mean, I never, I almost never want to buy anything from them, but I will stay there and hear their whole thing and, and listen to them. And what has happened is I've done this so many times that when I get stopped, Lauren will just keep on walking and just like <laughs> lets me stay there. But here's the deal though. Their words can change what we had planned for our day. Their physical presence can push us to make a commitment to something more, or if, if not us, then, then someone else. Now, what about you? Have you ever been cornered by one of those people at the kiosk at the mall? And uh, now, have you ever been cornered and actually bought what they had to sell? Now, for us in our lives, there can be words that lead us to move and make changes in our lives, but there can also be physical things that help us move and make changes in our lives. And, and these two ideas are what I want to talk about today. And, and to get into this topic, I want to read from the firsthand account that Jesus' friend and disciple John had to write. You see, John was actually one of the disciples that was closest to Jesus. And some of Jesus' most amazing miracles happened uh, when there wasn't a huge crowd. And when there wasn't a huge crowd, it always seemed like John was there because Jesus like, made sure that he was with them. Now, to give you some context on what we're going to be going through today in this passage that John recorded, we see Jesus is in full-on like rock star mode. This is a point in his ministry where he's been performing miracles all across their, their area. So when, pe when he, he does that, people go home and they tell all their friends about it. Then they spread it to others and so on and so forth. And so now on, on the day that we're about to read about, Jesus and his disciples stopped right next to the Sea of Galilee and Jesus started to preach. So this is where we're going to pick up in this passage. Here's what John had to say. A huge crowd kept following him wherever he went because they saw his miraculous signs as he healed the sick. Then Jesus climbed a hill and sat down with his disciples around him. It was nearly the time for the Jewish Passover celebration. Jesus soon saw a huge crowd of people coming to look for him. Turning to Philip, he asked, where can we buy bread to feed all these people? 
He was testing Philip, for he already knew what he was going to do. Philip replied, even if we worked for months, we wouldn't have enough money to feed them. Then Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. There's a young boy here with five barley loaves and two fish, but what good is that to feed this huge crowd? Tell everyone to sit down, Jesus said. So they all sat down on the grassy slopes, and the men alone numbered about 5,000, and with women and children, some theologians think there's probably like 10,000 people there. But then, then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks to God, and distributed them to the people. Afterward, he did the same with the fish, and they ate as much as they wanted. After everyone was full, Jesus told his disciples, Now gather the leftovers so that nothing is wasted. So they picked up the pieces and filled 12 baskets with scraps left by the people who had eaten from the five barley loaves. So this has to be one of my favorite stories because this is just so rich with applications and ways that we can break it down. So the first thing I want to look into is Jesus is speaking to them, but he doesn't start with orders, right? He's, he's speaking to his disciples, but he doesn't start with orders. He starts with questions. He wants the disciples to fully understand that they can't feed all the people here at this event. Jesus needs them to first see that their abilities won't be enough for what's going on in front of them in this situation. Now, what Jesus wanted the disciples to see is that even though they were experienced, they would always need Jesus. They would need to rely on him to do amazing and miraculous things. So the fellows are able to rustle up five loaves of bread and two fish. And this young boy hands it over, and this is when Jesus got to work. Jesus has everyone sit down and walks them through how all these things are going to go. Jesus has uh, the disciples sit in the crowd and about 50 to 100 people. Then Jesus starts to bless the food, break it into pieces, and send it off to the disciples. And each time they come back with this basket, there's more food for them to take. And it keeps on happening and happening and happening until everyone in the entire crowd is full. Not only are they full, but there are leftovers. So here's what we can take from this. There will be times in your life that you're going to come across a situation that you don't know how to deal with that you aren't experienced enough to deal with. And we are going to need that interaction with Jesus in those moments for your wisdom. How you know the world works, the way that things have been done before will mean nothing. Because in that moment, while you're looking at that daunting thing standing in front of you, you won't be able to do it on your own because you don't have enough to feed the crowd of people. So it's in these moments that we need to turn to Jesus. We need to turn to Jesus and listen up to what he has to say. Because we know that when he has, when he does speak, it can change our lives. Because we know that his words can make something miraculous happen. We can be a part of something completely miraculous when we listen to Jesus and follow what his plan is. That's what we have to do here at Kuo Church. We have to be people that are going to bring whatever we have and hand it over to Jesus so he can do the work. I mean, that doesn't mean that we just sit back and hang out and Jesus just does everything. We play a role in it too. And I actually heard a sermon from, from Pastor Michael Todd recently from Transformation Church in Tulsa. And he said, God will do everything you can't, but nothing you can. Basically, it's this idea that God can do anything, but he's asking us to participate as well. Not because he needs us, but because we need to learn about what we're going through. And we need to learn how to lean on God in these situations. So think about the disciples. They had to sit down and listen up. They had to hear what Jesus was saying. Then after listening up, they set up these people in groups of 50 to 100 so they could see the miracle happen. So when we 
listen up and hear God's voice, we can participate in miracles. When we follow what Jesus is telling us, we can be a part of the miraculous. And there are people there that totally understood that this was happening. And John actually records that, that detail. Here's what he says. When the people saw Jesus do this miraculous sign, they exclaimed, surely he is the prophet we have been expecting. So there's this group of people that know that Jesus is a big deal in the spiritual world. They think that he might be the one that came to save them from Rome. They are, there are people that are thinking that Jesus is the Messiah they had been waiting for. But before they could try and start to make Jesus their king, he was out. He left. Then when he wasn't back by dark, his disciples jumped on a boat and headed across the Sea of Galilee. And at some point between 3 and 6 a.m., Jesus shows up in the middle of the sea walking on water, which is amazing, but we're not focusing on that today. What I want to take a look at is what happens the next day after they've landed on the shore. So once again, Jesus gets up and they're hanging out and he starts to preach and talk with everybody, but the whole crowd from the day before isn't there. They actually got in boats and went back to where they were the day before. However, when they find out that Jesus and the disciples aren't there, they start searching everywhere and eventually find Jesus and the disciples on the other side. And when they find Jesus, check out what he has to say to them. I tell you the truth, you want to be with me because I fed you, not because you understood the miraculous signs. So this means that there were people there at this meal the day before that were so excited about Jesus and the miracle that happened that they wanted to make him king. However, at the same time, at the same place, there's another group of people that were just eating. They weren't there for anything else but and that meal. So much so that they chased Jesus down the next day in hopes of getting some more delicious food. And that was when he has to stop and like, hey, I don't have food for you today. I'm not, you, I know you're not here for this. I know that's what you're here for, not the miracles. And I wonder how many of those 10,000 plus people understood that there was even a miracle happening the day before. I mean, it makes sense. Like, I can see how something like this might happen. So just imagine, like, you're one of the people in one of those groups. And you're like 10, 15, 20 groups back from where the food started. When that basket gets to you, it's gone through so many people. It's taken so much time. At that point, it's going to be hard for you to figure out, like, what's going on. And I'm sure that part of it was that they were building community when they were sitting in these groups of like 50 to 100. They're chit-chatting, hanging out, talking. And the people getting fed probably weren't really like paying attention to how everything was happening. So on this new day, the day after, they're standing in front of Jesus realizing that there might be more to what they saw the day before. So let's go back to John's account to see what Jesus says next. But don't be so concerned about perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the Son of Man can give you. For God the Father has given me the seal of his approval. They replied, we want to perform God's works too. What should we do? Jesus told them, this is the only work God wants from you. Believe in the one he has sent. So we can look at this in a few different ways. The first is that we can see these people literally eating a miracle, not knowing what's going on and being like, ah, oh, how did you not know? You're so dumb. Like, where do you think that food came from? There wasn't like a food truck out there. Or we can look at how God works in this. Because sometimes not everybody is going to be ready to see a part of a miracle. And Jesus understood that. He understood that the people there needed to hold on to something real for all this to make sense. Without that physical part of this, 
The people never would have been able to hear the message. They wouldn't have gone the next day without that physical bread and that the physical fish that they ate the day before. Because guys, sometimes people are too hungry to be able to understand what is happening in their world. The same thing's happening with you. You might be so starved for something in your life that you're totally missing out on the miraculous things that Jesus has done and is currently doing for you. Luckily, there's a paper trail. There's evidence that is left behind in your life, remnants of all the miracles that have happened that will point you back to Jesus. The physical things that you have in your life can actually help you see how Jesus has been moving. Think about every single blessing that you have. Family, friends, work, your home, whatever. The fact that you woke up today, blessings. You don't deserve any of them. But because of Jesus, we were seen as clean in God's eyes. So these things that we get, which are completely unmerited, are because of Jesus. And these things, these little miracles happening in our lives, can be the exact things that point you back to Jesus. And if nothing else, the church that you're watching right now, the fact that my voice is being broadcasted to you right now is an absolute miracle. Because Jesus has hooked up this church all the way through. It hasn't been because of anything I've done. It's been because everything that Jesus has done in amazing and ridiculous and straight up miraculous ways. And he continues to make amazing things happen. So just recently, I've been praying about the ways that we could help out our community in this holiday season. We were looking for ways to link. And a few places that we have helped out in the past didn't have good spots for us to jump in with and, and, and help them again. So I was praying that God would find us someone to link to. Well, on Tuesday afternoon, I got a phone call from our friends at Upbring, the Head Start Preschool that is working on the building we are currently recording in right now. I answered the phone and I found out that they had been told that Akuo was giving away turkeys this year and we had a bunch laying around that we could give to 30 of their families. You see, Head Start will normally serve people living in dire situations. Well, we don't have turkeys. <laughs> and I let them know that. But I also let them know that the church organization Akuo would love to purchase 30 turkeys for their families. They were so excited, so overwhelmed by it, and started to explain how they wanted to give the families all the food needed to have a legitimate Thanksgiving dinner, right? So they were going to be collecting all the sides for these families. So that day, I let them know that our people at Akuo Church, all of you, would be able to take care of all the side dishes. And I'll give you all the details in that in just a few minutes, but Akuo Church, we are gonna help a lot of people eat this Thanksgiving. And I'm so grateful that we're gonna be able to do that. Because my hope is that these folks that we're gonna be linking to will be able to show up one day, not because of the miracle that happened for us to get connected about turkeys, but because they were fed and they were grateful. And then when they show up, we can talk to them about something so much greater. Then when they get here, we can point them to the bread of life. We can point them to the one that will keep them from going hungry again. So if you ever feel like you haven't seen anything physically miraculous happen in your life lately, let this story be the miracle that keeps you going. I want you to be able to continue to feed on the bread of life that keeps us going. And here's how Jesus describes exactly what the bread of life is. He says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But you haven't believed in me, even though you have seen me. 
However, those the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do my own will. And this is the will of God, that I should not lose even one of those he has given me, but that I should raise them up at the last day. For it is my Father's will that those who see his Son and believe in him should have eternal life. I will raise them up on that last day. Jesus came to link us to the Father. He was the physical presence speaking to us. He's the, the kiosk worker of the spiritual world moving us to go over and get something that will change our lives. But here's the deal. Unlike when we're at the mall, the thing that Jesus has will change our lives and eternities and it's free. We don't have to pay for it. To receive that gift Jesus has for us, all you have to do, all we have to do is have a simple conversation for him, with him. We'd call that a prayer. So in that prayer, all you have to do is just tell him that you believe in him and what he did, and that's it. Now, if you want to do that today, I want to help you go through that. And I'm going to ask our Akuo community to pray along with you because here at Akuo, no one ever has to pray alone. You always have a community praying with you. So right now, let's just all bow our heads and, and pray this prayer together. Jesus, I believe in you and what you did here on this earth. Today, the best way I know how, I give you my life. Amen. Now let's keep our heads bowed and whether you've been a believer in Jesus for the last five seconds or the last five decades and you want him to give you words that will continue to change your life and connect you to something miraculous, go ahead and pray something like this with me. Jesus, thank you for your sacrifice for me. Thank you for everything you did. Thank you for your unending grace and forgiveness. Jesus, show me the ways that you have performed miracles in my life. Jesus, show me all the physical evidence of grace in my life. Jesus, help me see how involved you have been in my life from the very start. And Jesus, give me the words to move and do miraculous things for other people that are around me. Thank you for everything, Jesus. I love you. And we pray all these things in your mighty, awesome, and powerful and loving name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. Well, thanks for spending some time with us here today. Before you go, there are a few things I would love to share with you. So as we started talking about a couple minutes ago, if you want to get signed up to provide some sides, all you have to do is go to our social media or our website or message us uh, here, right here, right now, and we can point you in the right direction and let you know the list of things that you need to pick up. Now, we need to have you get signed up so we can have an idea if we need to buy more stuff. Now, once you purchase the stuff, what we need you to do is bring it to us next Sunday. If you don't get it back to us by Sunday at the latest, that food will not make it to a family because distribution is the next morning. So please get signed up for that. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is how we will be linking to our community for the Christmas season. For the second year in a row, we will be helping out Christian Assistance Ministry with their Christmas store. Now, this is a place that families can go get signed up to get new toys for their kids if they can't afford them. Now, there are other programs out there that take care of Christmas presents for families like Elf Louise and Blue Santa, but uh, to be in those, you have to be signed up for that like in the summer, right? Like you're already signed up for it. But CAM does this store for the families that have been struggling, whether it's been for months or for days. They can just show up and get help. 
And there are a few ways that you can help us help them. The first way that we can do that is Cam has an Amazon and Target wishlist online. And what you can do is go online, buy those gifts uh, through the Cam website, and they will get shipped directly to Cam. It's, it's probably the easiest way that you can do this. The other thing that you can do is pick up your toys and bring them here on December the 5th in three weeks. Then we will deliver them to Cam the next day. Now, I can't wait to see the impact that you are going to make on our community through these two events. Now, speaking of community, the next thing I wanna talk about is our community groups. Guys, we have a bunch of community groups going on every single week, and I wanna make sure that everyone has the chance to be connected to one of those. So if you're interested in being a part of one of these groups, you can go to our website or check out our social media and click on the community groups link to get them checked out and get signed up for one. We actually have eight groups going on here at our church, and, and so there's no reason that you can't find one that you fit perfectly with. Joining one of these groups might be the best thing that you have ever done while you're here at Akua. And we understand the importance of community and, and not to only just the community here at our church, but over the last month or so, God has been messing with me to get connected to our neighborhood's faith community better. So this week, me, Pastor Mike Bailey from Redeemer Lutheran, Pastor Olivia Walker from Jefferson Community, and Pastor Larry Sears from Grace Presbyterian all got together to get some delicious lunch. Now, while we were there kind of getting to know each other, uh, we were able to spend some good time and we decided that we needed to get together and encourage the believers we have in our congregations and in our neighborhood. And because of this, we are going to have a multi-church prayer service happen on December the 1st at 7 p.m in the hall at the Jefferson Community Church uh, campus. Now during this time, one of the pastors will go up and lead us through an idea and a prayer that they can only do. Now in addition to all of this, we'll also be offering childcare and the folks from Jefferson Community Church will be cooking a meal in their giant kitchen that they have there. So we want to meet up and get fed physically and spiritually that night. So we want to encourage you guys to be a part of that. Now, the reason that we're able to do any of these things, linking our to our community in any way, shape, or form, and seeing these kingdom movements happen is because of your generosity here to Kuo. And guys, I just want to thank you so much because anytime something goes on, I'm totally happy to just be like, we're going to do it because I know you guys are generous. And the way that we practice our generosity here, one of the ways we do that is by giving a 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church, which is the biblical method of a tithe. Now, for you guys, that might not be a possibility right now. Things might be really tough for you and your family. And if things are tough for you right now, please let us help you out. We want to be linked to you during your tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. Or if you know someone that needs some help, please let us know. To do that, all you have to do is go to our website, akuo.church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send me an email directly at humby.sedveta at akuo.church, or you can call or text us at 210-901-8785. Now, if you are willing to tithe here at Akuo, the way you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. Now, when you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions. We also have our text to tithe option, and for that, all you have to do is text akuo, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you want to tithe to the number 77977. Now, if you don't want to give electronically, we also have our PO box available if you would like to send your tithe through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail your tithe to Akuo at PO box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. All right, guys. 
That's all that I have for you today. So I just want to let you know that we love you so much and we are praying for you all week long. So please allow me to pray over you one last time before we go and, and do our thing and, and start buying all kinds of food for our folks in our community. So uh, uh, Jesus, as everyone clicks off their browser, turns off their TV and puts away their phone, I ask that you would be speaking to them. And I pray that they'd be able to listen up to what your words are. Lord, I, I pray that they would be able to hear your words leading them to a miracle. I pray that you would be able to make visible all the miraculous things that have happened in their lives so they could see and appreciate it more, which is just in turn make them listen to you and have more miraculous things happen in their lives. Thank you for everything, Jesus, for everything that you have provided and everything that you will provide. We love you and we pray all these things in your name. Amen. All right, guys, that's all that we have for you this week. We will see you at a community group. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O.church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.